Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining me today for Let's Get Moving. Today we are talking about hobbies and the joy that they bring to our lives. And with me, Emma Parkhurst. She's an assistant professor at USU Extension in the Home and Community Department. And Emma, first of all, what is categorized as a hobby? Because I think sometimes we think of gardening as a hobby, but for some people that might actually be work and not a hobby. Yes, absolutely. And I think we tend to get a little overwhelmed when it comes to what counts as a hobby when it's really simple. Think about what you enjoy, what brings you pleasure and it's meaningful. And if you can do that regularly during your spare or leisure time, then it's a hobby. So describe why hobbies are healthy for us. How are they healthy for us? Yeah, so there is so much research that supports engaging in these hobbies regularly can support not only our physical health. So think about those um, physical activities that can be dubbed as a hobby, whether it's going on a walk, um, an exercise class, things like that, or gardening, like you mentioned, that can count as a physical activity hobby as well. But there are so many mental health um, benefits as well. So it can reduce our stress. There's one study that I love to reference where It talks about folks that engage in art, even if they're not good at art. It showed that their cortisol levels, so that stress hormone, reduced significantly, reducing their stress. So even if they weren't very good at art, it still reduced that stress for them. Um, It also enhances our overall well-being. So engaging in creative activities or those that bring us joy can lead to that improved sense of well-being that can have really long-lasting effects. So it leads to a longer-lasting positive mood for days after they engage in that activity. Um, I mentioned physical health a little bit, but um, with reduced stress, it can even reduce our blood pressure and it can lower our heart rate. So we're really looking at that physical health too. Um, And then again, it can really just improve our focus, overall well-being. It can improve your social connection, which is really one of the highest markers we can use for having a healthy life, right? And high quality life. Um, Those social connections are amazing. They have so many uh, benefits related to health, including everything I've mentioned, our mood, um, less anxiety, less depression, less stress. It's really just great. That is so interesting. I don't usually think of my hobbies as having a social connection and maybe mine personally don't, but that's an added benefit. It is absolutely. If you can tack on that friendship and support, even if it's just one other person, then you can see those benefits start to skyrocket. And, you know, there are hobbies that can be done on your own, and those still have great benefits, too. So I know for a lot of folks, they just get so busy. It's all they can do just to keep up with what their work and taking care of their, for women, taking care of their family and their home. So some people just don't, haven't had time to form hobbies. So what is your best suggestion for those folks who may not have hobbies to fall back on when they do actually have leisure time? Oh my gosh, I resonate so much with this. I'm a newer mom and I feel like all of my hobbies just kind of disappeared after I had my daughter. So it took me a while to get back into my hobby. So even just thinking about my own experience is it goes back to that step one where just think about what do you like? What are you interested in? And what do you want to spend more time doing? And if you want to spend 15 minutes by yourself, that counts as a hobby, right? You're getting that alone time. You're being able to be mindful, doing whatever you want to do. Um, Something else that we can do is just use the process of elimination So maybe you're interested in animals. You love animals. So consider if you have time to volunteer at a shelter, even bring your family with you. It can be a family thing. If that sounds like way too much, then totally scale back. 
hobbies do not have to be extravagant. Um, if you enjoy being outside, it could be as simple as going on a walk with a family, going on a walk by yourself with a pet. It could be sitting on a bench and just being out in nature. There's a lot of mental health benefits to just sitting on a bench in nature as well. Let's see what else. Oh, one thing that I love to do is to consider the routines that you already have in place. So I'll use myself as an example. I get home from work and it's kind of like the rush, right? We make dinner, we get the kid down for bed, and then I have maybe a couple of hours to myself. And I use those couple of hours to really do something that I want to do, right? I have to consciously think to get out of that autopilot mode where it's super easy just to scroll on your phone, check out what's happening on social media, putting it down and saying, no, what do I want to do right now? And for me, that's reading. I love reading. I used to read all the time, even peak pandemic. I wasn't reading that much, but gosh, after I had my daughter and I kind of got back into this, okay, what do I want to be doing with my time? I got myself a Kindle, and I have read over 20 books this year already. So it's really, that's one of my favorite tips is to look at the routines that you have in place and thinking, okay, where do I have five minutes of time, 10 minutes of time? What can I say no to so I do have a little bit longer time to spend dedicated to a hobby? That's amazing. I'm going to give a little too much insight into my personality. I love my hobbies, but sometimes I take on too many different hobbies. Uh, so I have unfinished quilts and unfinished. <laughs> uh, so there is this danger, isn't there, in like doing too much where you're adding stress instead of alleviating stress? Yeah, absolutely. Just like anything else in life, um, we've got to be cognizant of our time. It's our most protected asset, right? So really paring down and thinking what what do I enjoy the most? What do I actually have time for? And as life changes, as we enter these different seasons of life, maybe one hobby will take less time and another one will present itself that's a little bit more enjoyable, is a little bit more doable. So maybe quilt making isn't in my season of life right now, but something a lot less time consuming, like doing a quick little doodle would have the same benefits as well. So does consistency matter? I mean, when we're talking about our leisure time, does it really matter that we are consistent with this time and how we use it? So yes and no. There's no magic number for how many times you need to be doing your hobbies for these benefits, right? But the more consistent you are, the more regularly you are doing these hobbies, if it's a skill that you are wanting to improve, that skill is going to improve, right? If you want to make this hobby into a healthy habit, I'm thinking like exercise, right? The more often you do it, the more likely that you're going to stay committed and it will be more sustainable. But at the same time, if you're someone that doesn't really enjoy scheduling out, okay, on every Saturday at 10 a.m. to 10.45, I'm going to do this, don't do that. Don't put that pressure on yourself. Instead, look at it at a week view, a month view, and say to myself, you know what, I'm going to make an effort to try to do this a couple of times this week, a couple of times this month. And if you don't get to it, there's always the next week of the next month to try it again. One of the fun things that I've found with my hobbies, um, one of I got into succulents a couple of years back, and I just really enjoyed like putting together different creations, different kinds of planters. But one of the biggest joys was not just creating it, but giving it away. And mm -hmm. just how that made me feel just made an incredible difference. Yeah, absolutely. Getting that sense of gratitude and giving, it, just those two alone have their own benefits related to it. And then especially if it's doing something that you love, it's just the cherry on top, really. Anything else that you would like to add that maybe I have not asked you? 
I don't think so. I think I just want to stress that hobbies don't have to be extravagant. You know, I think a lot of times we might think about the the right answer to what's your hobby? Oh, I love to go on three mile hikes every weekend. I do this, that. And it seems like, oh, my gosh, I don't have time for that. It doesn't have to be that extravagant, that fancy. It can be, like I said, sitting outside. Um, One of my hobbies that you really wouldn't consider a hobby, but it truly is, is I have coffee with my family every weekend. It's regular. It's doing something that we enjoy. We love chit-chatting. We love enjoying a hot beverage together. It brings us joy. We feel a lot happier afterwards. Um, it just it fills our cup, both literally and figuratively, with that coffee. <laughs> so I wouldn't have thought of that as a hobby, but I think the bottom line is a hobby is anything that brings you joy? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts for us, Emma? I just encourage everybody to look at their interests and then think about how they can make it into a hobby. And starting small is great. Thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Thank you for having me.